Hey guys, before we get into episode 71, I just wanted to have a little chat with you. I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for the support on the podcast, on Instagram, on our coffee. It truly does mean the world to Will and I, and it continues to push us to want to put out more content for you guys to consume. Just to put a little context around this episode, Will and I had the opportunity to go back to our old university, the University of Western, um, to talk to the second year PT students um, as part of their business symposium. So that's put on by one of our professors, Daryl Yardley, who was also an episode on this podcast you guys should check out. Um, He wanted us to come there and speak on what it was like starting a podcast, why we did it, the importance of social media in our profession, um, and a lot of those things. So we went over there, we brought the OG blend, we gave them coffee, and we had a couple of them on the podcast as we did a live podcast in front of the class. Um, this was a pretty surreal opportunity for Will and I as we've been you know, doing this for a little over a year now. Um, we didn't really have any expectations when we started, and to, to be back in the room that we sat just over a year ago um, was pretty cool. And you know, we always wanted wanted to give back and connect to the students and help take what we're learning and translate it to them. So this was a great opportunity, guys. We hope you really enjoy it. Um, If you like this episode, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, drop us a review, and share it with one other person. Cheers, guys. Enjoy. Welcome to the Movement PT Coffee Cast, where we sit down and talk about physical therapy, health, and whatever else comes to mind during our coffee-infused conversations. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Movement PT Coffee Cast. My name's Dalton, and with me, as always, is my beautifully bearded friend, William. William, how are we doing today? Couldn't be better, man. Uh, I like how Daryl started the intro uh, with, this isn't going to be anything sophisticated. <laughs> that, that defines <laughs> us perfectly, though, as we sit here. I'm just glad I get to see you in the flesh, man. I know. I miss you. I miss you. Unbeknownst to maybe everybody here, uh, it doesn't happen that often these days, unlike uh, when we started here at Western uh, not too long ago. Yeah. So what we're going to be doing today for our audience that's listening, we're doing a live podcast at the University of Western, our old physiotherapy school. So guys, let's hear it. Bring some noise. Go on. Good, good, good. Welcome. So basically, just to set some context for the listeners and for you guys, what we're going to do today is we're going to talk a little bit about why we started the PT Coughcast, how it got going, why we think social is important for students and for everyone else in the physiotherapy um, profession. And then we'll get you guys to come down here and ask a couple questions and we'll do our best to try to give you an answer. Um, <laughs> so I'm Dalton, this is Will. Uh, so let's just kick it off, Will. Do you want to kick it off of the story of how like we started the podcast? Yeah, sure. I think I can uh, give it a try. Take it away. Basically, you know, we were uh, just students and uh, me and Dalton were friends kind of like from early on in the program, and uh, we were on social media kind of uh, and listening to podcasts and kind of just seeing, you know, what was out there. And so uh, we used to get together a lot and drink a lot of coffee, and that kind of led to this idea that we would start a podcast and make it coffee-infused. Uh, so that was kind of how we started. Yeah, um, and the idea was we, we were kind of in the podcast space, like, listening and we saw a little bit of like a lack of maybe physio presence. I don't know if that was just us not seeing anything. There probably was some stuff out there. Um, But we wanted to do is we wanted to come from a student perspective because we were in school just like you guys were getting all this information, wondering how the hell am I supposed to know all this stuff. 
and then you're getting information from outside of school on like research or physio like on uh, Instagram different things so we were just trying to connect the gap between what we were learning in school and then what was starting to develop in clinical practice and we just wanted really an excuse to talk to people that we thought were cool um, so we thought if we started this platform it would just give us an opportunity to reach out to those people and have an excuse to have them come and talk to us. Um, mm -hmm. And being students at the time, it was like, oh, please help us. Like, we're students, <laughs> we need you. So we kind of used that and leveraged that to get um, some pretty cool guests uh, that we've had on the show so far. So that's kind of how it got, got started. Um, the reason why we continue to do it today is that as it started going, it started turning into something that we never really expected, like same with our, our Instagram platform. Um, we just started putting out random videos with exercise and started connecting with people. And it kind of blew up a little bit. We got some followers. Um, and so we just kind of kept rolling with it. And we started to realize, I think, how much of an impact we could have as students in school on the profession when that sometimes you feel like you don't really have an impact because you're kind of just sitting here, you're taking all this information, you want to get out there and do something. Um, so we saw it as an avenue to be able to have an impact on the profession um, at the same time bringing um, information to the public because I think as we know Instagram social media podcasting is starting to become very popular um, and I think it's an opportunity for us to show our profession uh, show what our profession can do for um, the public and that was a big thing I think we realized is that you don't have to wait in order to make an impact like when we are students like you can go and reach out to people and try uh, to have an impact right away uh, and that's going to get you to learn a lot of different things you know because we kind of realized we reach out nobody would say no you know to coming on the podcast and when we had these people on the podcast we also realized well you know these people are much smarter than us they they've been practicing for a long time so we had to do a lot of research to gather the questions to kind of like think of that stuff so it helped develop our mindset and uh, critical thinking when we were even in school. Yeah, so maybe to just transition a little bit into why just we think every, I, I personally think everyone should be on these social platforms right now. Um, what we kind of learned over the last almost two years that we've been doing this, um, three things kind of came to mind. Like it's an avenue for you to network. So literally everything that me and Will are doing right now, like our job, this podcast like everything what we're doing in the physio space was because of our through our instagram page so i got a job through my instagram page i i got another like an opportunity to be a strength and conditioning coach through the instagram page the podcast the coffee avenue was all through our instagram page so like as a networking tool it's so powerful and it doesn't mean that you have to sit there and put content out so like that's one thing i think people feel pressured that oh i got to put these videos out or i got to put exercise you don't have to do that i would just say make a page that's specifically towards like physio and start following people in the space, start connecting. If there's an avenue that you like, like just, just reach out to someone and ask them a question. Hey, can I, how, what do you think about this? And like that just starts to network and you can meet people from all over the world um, doing that. Another one is like you learn yourself. So if you are posting content on Instagram, it's an education tool for you because you have to be critical with what you're putting out there. I mean, you can't just throw random stuff out there without you know, doing research or having some evidence-based stuff. So it kind of makes you have to look into things before you just start putting content or just saying things. What kind of keeps you in check when you move into practice as we're starting to realize now as like almost a year in, 
that you need to constantly stay up to date, constantly learn, um, continue to develop your skills. Mm-hmm. And then I think lastly, the third one would just be educating the public. Um, I think there's a big identity problem within the physiotherapy profession um, with what we do. And so being able to create your own avenue um, to tell the public what we do is, is great. And I think there's a lot of people on these platforms, especially as the younger generation starts to come up. So I think it's a great opportunity for us to also educate um, the public. Yeah, the cool thing that uh, we've sort of realized is it's given us the opportunity to learn other things other than just physiotherapy too. Uh, you know, for myself, like it's led me to learn a little bit about uh, graphic design, you know, which has gotten me some other opportunities other than just uh, being a physiotherapist. Uh, I think being a physiotherapist is great. There's nothing wrong with it. But the reality is there's a, a lot of burnout in our profession. So if you have other things that you like doing, don't stop yourself from kind of pursuing that uh, those interests, right? Uh, on another note, like, you know, we obviously made the coffee, right? That was something we had a big goal in and we knew nothing about business. We still don't really know that much about business. <laughs> you can but, only learn so much from Daryl. Yeah. You can. <laughs> but it's forced us to learn those things and, you know, become uh, acclimated with uh, different sorts of areas. Yeah. So just to wrap up, like, our part before we bring some people down to have questions, um, the one thing I would say, and this is just me personally, is, like, if you have an interest in something – um, that's not, tradi- let's just say, traditional physiotherapy care, whether that be like working in a hospital, working in an outpatient clinic. If you have some other ideas or things that you're passionate about, don't stop going after those things and use your physiotherapy degree as an avenue to create that and what you want. I think the physiotherapy degree is very dynamic. It allows you to work in many different areas, which is awesome. Um, so don't just kind of limit yourself because it's what's always been done and not that there's anything wrong with just working at a hospital or working in a clinic or whatever if that's what you're passionate about and that's what you want to do go for it but if you have something else that you're thinking in your head and you're like oh i'd like to do this or i'd like to create this don't be afraid to put yourself out there and start it because if you do you'll be surprised at how things will start to come together um, and you can do a lot of different things so that would just be my last little thing before we kind of transition into um, the questioning period so, Daryl, we got a beer? All right, come on down. We're gonna pour you guys some coffee here. Yeah, we're gonna get some nice coffee. <laughs> All right, so what we'll have you guys do is we'll intro, have you guys introduce yourself, so name, and then I know, you, so you're all in second year, right? So, okay, so let's just have your name and then we'll have you guys do a question. Cool, hey guys, my name is Jordan. And I'm Brendan. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Do you, guys, do you guys subscribe to the Pizza Coffee Cast? We do. I do. Oh, yes. There we go. I listened to one at the gym this morning, actually. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah? Which one? Uh, with Taylor Echo. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, we've had her on twice. That's what you said this morning. She's also a student. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. Sweet. Um, I guess I can start off. Um, just thinking about some of the guests you guys have had on your show, um, is there anyone in particular or a conversation in particular that stands out in your mind as being really influential <laughs> or meaningful to you guys in your practice? You want to go first? Mm. I have to think about that for a second, mm. I think. Okay. Um, I feel like I should say Daryl, but no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for me, uh, you know, getting to interview Dave Walton was awesome, you know, because he's a yeah. professor here. Uh, and he was someone that really spoke to me when we were doing, like, the classes and stuff, right? So mm. uh, his painting science class was huge for me. 
getting to just sit there for an hour, you know, it's just us three and kind of like uh, ask them any questions we wanted, right? That was that was pretty huge for me. But I mean, there's there's been so many. Yeah, we've had a lot of cool guests. I think one that just comes to my mind, um, Dr. Ellie Somers, um, we had her on the podcast. She's a physiotherapist out of the Seattle area. Um, she's very like she's very passionate, very fiery, uh, but she's doing a lot of stuff for um, women and ath- women athletes in in the space, um, and she's super passionate about that. So to kind of hear her talk about um, just what she's really excited about, and, and again, kind of how I talked about creating your own avenue or space, she's doing that with her her practice and her um, her Instagram page. So it's kind of cool to see to see that. So that was definitely one of my my favorite episodes. The other cool one was, I don't know if any of you guys know Emma Jack, uh, but she's a physio here in London. Uh, she does press play physio. Uh, and way back in the day, we kind of found her on uh, social media and we reached out to her. She does like Pilates with her uh, physio. And uh, we reached out to her and she actually came to my apartment and it was like the three of us. Uh, and it was super cool. That one was huge for me because she's gone from there where she was working at uh, Reactive Physio and she's literally opened up her own practice here in London. So uh, we've gotten to know her over that period. And so that's been cool because we've seen the kind of whole process, you know, her development and stuff. Really cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I guess for my question is, you know, guys, as you started this coming out of second year and, and started kind of establishing your brand and building it, um, what was like the biggest learning experience for you that you took away within those like first six months that you could like kind of provide to like us as students coming out of that field as well. So say like in terms of like trying to go into. Well, it's just building your brand and, yeah. and establishing yourselves. And what was kind of like this oh aha moment in terms of like your trajectory on like, okay, we maybe did this. And what was like a big learning experience that may have kind of driven that platform to where you guys are now? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, for me, I think what the, the aha moment or was, was kind of just this idea of like, people are way more open to you than you think. And if you just start asking and start doing, um, things start to just happen. Like, I, it's kind of hard to explain, but like if you start to put action towards what you want to do, so like whether that be start a brand or get a specific job or, or whatever it is, if you just start doing it and reaching out and being put yourself out there, even though you know like you don't really know what you're doing, like you're a student or you're, or you're worried or and all that kind of stuff, you'll start to create your own opportunities and I just started seeing these things like we would reach out to someone on a podcast and we'd connect them oh that's cool they're from Boston and they're doing like the level up initiative so now like we're part of that and then like I got the opportunity to fly out to Boston and spend a week with them like those kind of things just started happening and like if you would ask me that like before I would have been like there's no way right Mm -hmm. so these things that you think are not capable of happening happen if you just start to put yourself out there and just do it right Um, if you don't start to create like motion or energy it's nothing's gonna happen you're just gonna stay stagnant so that would be that was probably my biggest like learning experience or takeaway from the first six months to a year of of what we're doing it's kind of led to me not being afraid to do that now and like we've done it and got shut down or had things not work out and like it's cool like you just move on to the next thing because you know at some point something's gonna come up right I don't think I'll add anything to that. I feel like I would say the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. Cool. Awesome. You just got to go for it, you know? And you can learn on the fly. I think one thing yeah. I would say Will's become amazing at is graphic design. And like, everyone's like, how do you make your graphics? How do you make this? Like, Will had no idea how to do it when we YouTube. started. So just, <laughs> you know, you can, you can YouTube or learn anything that you want. So, you know, 
if you if there's really not not an excuse if you really want to do it you'll you'll do it cool, cool. awesome anything else like kind of a follow-up question to that, I guess. Do you guys suggest, or do you think it was more powerful to start like a new account and kind of a brand new, fresh brand, fresh page, or build off of something you had before or a personal account, I guess? Um, I don't know, because we only know from yeah. our experience, right? I've, I yeah. think I think probably make something new. You know? I mean, we did that, right, because we partnered together. But I know people that, that, that just post on their personal account. Yeah, and sure. it, it started translating into mm-hmm. something, and they just changed it over to, like, a, their business or brand account. I mean, it's totally up to you if you want to keep it separate from your personal life. You know, it's, I mean, some people like that authenticity of, like, seeing the real person. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's a good thing, too. So it's kind of all depends on what you really want to do. Cool. But I think the cool thing, like, was we just took, we like coffee and we like training, right? So we made that our brand, right? So I think that's the cool thing is you can take yourself, you know, if that starts as just your personal brand and then grows, you just take what you're interested in and then you make that what you do, right? Mm-hmm. All right, you guys want to leave your Instagram handles? You guys got anything for the people or are you guys not on there yet? I got nothing for the people. Right. No one wants to be bored. <laughs> no, nobody wants to be bored by my Instagram account. Thanks for having a cup of coffee. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Boys, move on down. All right, so let's do do name, and then we'll drop the question. Sure. Uh, my name is Julian. I guess I was just listening to your inaugural podcast, like, last night, actually. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Jesus. I went, I went way back. Oh, Audio quality mm-hmm. wasn't uh, wasn't the best. <laughs> oh, man. Nope. <laughs> no yeah. disagreements there. Yeah. Um, I guess my biggest question was, you mentioned how you, you learned a certain, like, a certain subset of things in school, and it was kind of expressed to you as, like, as, like, law, right? Mm-hmm. And then as you got out on your own and you started researching your own things and looking out into the extended physical universe by yourself, you realized that there was a ton of things that you didn't learn in school, but you found very useful out there, right? Mm-hmm. So my question is, how do you kind of dissociate from that dogmatic philosophy that is ingrained in you in school and then try to incorporate some of the things that you learn outside of that? Just for example, like, uh, PFPS, like hammer the glute meat is what you learn in school, but now there's a lot of studies coming out that say, you know, general freeform exercise and activity modification works just as well as specific targeted exercises. That's a very difficult, nuanced question, um, but I think, you know, you have to trust yourself and, you know, be confident in your learning, right? And like, uh, and, and be critical, right? Because what you know now might still develop, right? So if you're approaching, uh, you know, somebody else who maybe doesn't hold your belief, uh, I think going in there with the mindset of just like changing their mind uh, immediately probably isn't going to go very well, right? Uh, so yeah, you just have to kind of like be confident in what you know and, and seek to learn from others as well, even if they don't hold the same opinion as yours. Yeah, and like the school and like what you're learning outside, like I would just say be critical Mm-hmm. And don't just take everything that you, someone tells you for word, like do your own research. That's kind of what led us to what, what we started learning was like, mm-hmm. we were hearing these things and we we're like, okay, that, that makes sense. But then you're like doing some other learning, you're like, this is like completely opposite of what's being said here. And it's not like mm-hmm. what's right, what's wrong. It's like, okay, how do we take this information critically, think 
use that information and then take away what matters from each section. Because I don't think nothing matters from what you learn in school. And, and not everything that you learn outside of school isn't gospel either because there's a lot of shit out there that's not good as well, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. I think it's good because it challenges you to be critical. And when you get out into practice, that's all it is. It's all critical thinking. You're on your own. Right? You got no like, one and you're trying to take in what this person's telling you and it's usually not easy and you got to kind of take what you've learned and kind of blend it together and then try to come up with the best appropriate solution for that person in front of you. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, my name's Kyle. Uh, kind of a similar type question, but I remember listening to you guys back when you were in second year and you're kind of encountering this new information, kind of going through this belief and value change. Um, I think a lot of us are kind of in a similar position in our second year as well. And I think it's kind of in line with the new Level Up podcast of like new grad nihilism. But essentially, yeah. like, I think it's easy to fall into that trap, like getting out, uh, just based on some of the information you hear out there. I'm just wondering how you guys kind of reconciled those two. And what was it like for you, like, when you first got out into practice, kind of knowing all that new stuff? Um, yeah, that's a good question, too. I think we started to have that new forming our new beliefs in our last year of going into our last year of physio school. So we were already thinking a little bit different than what was like being traditionally like put into to our heads. So like we, we, we've been taking in a lot of information, interviewing people, getting this different stuff. So I think we started to apply it in our, in our last clinical placement. So when we got out into practice, we were already kind of on board with biopsychosocial approach and like being, you know, more focused on behavior modification, behavior change, and like trying to treat the person in front of you. And there's more than just, you know, the symptoms and the diagnosis and all that kind of stuff. So I think we had we had that already. So it wasn't as big of a shock to us mm. necessarily when we we got out because we were already practicing it. But then again, it was it's not easy. And it's still it's still mm. not easy to try and treat that way. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it people are complicated and hard, and it's not as black and white as it gets made out to be. But at the same time, like you're probably learning it earlier than even we did, and. Yeah. People well, said that guys like you. about us, uh, even before us, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's like, I don't think you need to be too worried. Like, you know a lot. Uh, and I, I, I just kind of am like, thank God I looked into this stuff. Yeah. Because when you get in and you're seeing patients, you realize how important understanding, you know, the broad picture is immediately. When you're like already looking into it, mm-hmm. you're like, Oh yeah, shit! Like, I sh- I'm glad I looked into this stuff yeah. now. You know, yeah, that makes sense. Sweet. Thanks, I guys. Kind of follow question if it's let's, yeah. No, let's get let's get. Or, we have one. Is she the last one yeah. here? Let's have her ask her question. Okay. I think cool. we're kind of coming up on okay. time. Okay. Gotcha. Great. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm Victoria. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Victoria. Hello. And uh, just a fangirl moment. It's really great to be a part <laughs> of this. So thanks for coming, guys. Well, and, appreciate and, it. I really appreciate it. Yeah, and I see that you guys have a great uh, following on Instagram, and mm-hmm. you're building this great community. Uh, what are your top three tips on cultivating a community on Instagram? Ooh, um, my number one would be like completely like just be be authentic. Don't don't go out trying to find followers. Like, an authentic is a word that gets thrown around a lot, but don't do it for followers. Do it for for you and like what you're trying to put out there. Because if you get caught up in all that, then you're gonna start being like, oh, I gotta post this, I gotta post that, and I gotta make sure like I'm commenting and it can get crazy and it, it becomes fake almost. And I'm sure you can see that on Instagram, right? So for number one would be make sure you know what your values are and what you want to get out before you start. And then just just be you and just put it out. Don't try to chase like blowing up on Instagram because it's hard. It's not even now it's harder than it's ever been. 
Um, so don't use that as like your main your main goal. I think. Yeah, and like even if you're small, uh, you never know who you're gonna reach, right? Like, social media is not limited to London, Ontario. So like, you might get some random person from like who knows where, Dubai. And they're like, oh, your posts like really helped me out when I was doing this, right? So I think like if you're striving to like reach people and have an impact, then you're probably more likely to be, you know, successful and to do it longer. Yeah. And last, last one would be be consistent. If you, if you're really trying to build a brand, um, be consistent. We posted one post every day for a year. So like if you're really looking to build people and build a community, then you have to be consistent on Instagram, if that's where you're going to be, or Facebook, or podcast, or whatever it is. Okay, nice. And cool. I like that you guys really affirmed sharing about our personal life as well as physio all together mm-hmm. in one account. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you guys like to check out my account as well, it's uh, yeah. Vicky K underscore physio student. Woo! <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Follower. <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Awesome. Cool. Uh, Daryl, are we good? Uh, like, we running up on time here? Yeah. Okay. You just end up like normally Just wrap it up? Yeah. How you guys Okay. All right. All right. Guys, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, so you better all be following us on Instagram, at the, M- the MTPTs. Follow us on Twitter, um, Facebook. Head over to iTunes and subscribe to our podcast, PT Coffee Cast. Drop us a review um, and a rating. It really helps our podcast kind of grow. And then if you enjoyed this episode or if you've enjoyed any other episode that you've listened to, just share it with one other person. Um, we'd really appreciate it. And one last plug, if you want OG Blend, go to our Instagram page, um, click the link in the bio, take it to the website. You can buy it. We'll also put it in the show notes. Um, Yeah, that's all we got. Will, anything? No. I think that was the most fun I've ever had on a podcast. All right. Also, we'd like to thank Daryl for having us here. We really do appreciate it. Um, Daryl's done a lot for us. Uh, He pushed us to kind of look outside the box, um, which also led to a lot of the opportunities that we have now. So, Daryl, thank you. Um, Yeah, guys, thank you. Great day. Peace.